وما الجليس مدى حياتك مصحف يجلو هموم النفس والوجدان فيه الهداية والسعادة والرضا وهو الدليل لجنة الرحمن السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته يا شيخ My name is Musa and I'm really glad and been a pleasure to be on the show Quran Circle to share my bit of the Quran story. We as well are really glad to have you join us today on Quran Circle Ustad. Yeah. First and foremost, I would like to clear off some kind of impression that could be so high in terms of expectation. I'm not a sheikh, I'm not an atheist. Um but alhamdulillah mashallah um i'm a student of knowledge who is striving to do the do's and the don'ts of his creator allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and i can say i'm just also a work in process to be an ideal muslim after going through some stories i have read in the quran and some stories i've read in some kitabs like that about stories pertaining to the quran i decided to go for this high peak for one reason mm, interesting you know i always like dawa to be something that goes with happening of that moment happening of that vicinity you get what i'm trying to say like yes i do i understand you know there's a saying it says afdalul ilm ilmul hal that the best of knowledge is that of the moment exactly what is on rampage right now in the whole world is that people are facing trials a lot of people have lost jobs of which i belong to one of them as a result of the pandemic subhanallah now and many people are i started to feel like you know depression is setting in to many people even here in nigeria on radio stations you see many people giving donations to people who are once on their home that they can even feed people now become people that are being fed and you know they hope seems diminished hmm. so but in such scenario and when we say the quran like quran explains everything and is also a blessing so we should be able to showcase we should be able to verify like okay what is the hope the quran has to give to us in this kind of time just like in surah to duha when allah says Muhammad, we are going to show to you that we have not left you, neither do we detest you. We are going to give you and you will be satisfied. Sorry for the story that comes first, but it's just for you to know my reason for picking the story which I'm thinking of picking and trying to tell you about. The journey took me down to Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 259 and 260. With that two verses of the Quran, with that two hayat, I think even a three hours discussion can be drawn from heat. Going with the reality of what a lot of people are going through right now. Not everyone will have the strong faith in man to be able to deal with it equally. It sets some people into depression. It sets some people into even giving up life. Where will Allah's blessing come from? So we can be making use of some verses of the Quran to verified so the story goes thus 
when one passerby just like maybe a man passes by a town and with that the quran says uh all like the one who passes by a town which had you know tumbled over its roof he said oh how will allah ever bring it to life after its death so allah caused him also to die you know you pass by a town maybe when you were going on a journey you pass by you saw people a lot of people you know markets everything and after several years coming back from that you, you see everywhere is already ruined houses already tattered everywhere so the thought came to his mind how, how would allah even resurrect life seeing how everything has you no know, tumbled how everything has become rotten our houses no more people living there every all their houses has become tattered and everything the whole town then allah sent the angel of death to also take his life at that point and after taking his life he remained dead for 100 years and then allah sent the angels again to resurrect him and was being asked for how long do you think you have slept he said perhaps i have slept for two or three days allah said no you have been dead for 100 years allahu akbar 100 years check your food and the drink you are carrying along you will see they remain intact and check your donkey see its bones it's already dead it's only the skeleton you can find and look how we are going to assemble them allahu akbar i get what i'm trying so allah showed him because when the angel asked me was like perhaps i slept for part of the day he said nay you have remained dead for 100 years look at your food and your drinks they show no change right and look at your donkey we have made it a sign for you for the people look at the bones and how we bring them together and clothe them with the flesh and when this was clearly shown to him he said oh allah I know now that Allah is able to do all things. Allahu hmm. Akbar. That is the verse 259. This is a kind of story that can give a mountainous hope to people who have already been thinking about how can I ever even come back to everything I have lost? And it could go to people who lost their relatives in kind of maybe tragic accident or any kind of sin or property or life or anything. You get what I'm trying to say? Even if it's as a result of their own sins or whatever they might be thinking, because Allah says, La taqnatu rahmatullah. Oh, people who have transgressed against themselves do not give up hope of Allah. In fact, the scholar said, giving up hope of Allah is even more bigger than anything you might have committed. Because in that process, you are belittling the thing that is unlimited. You are saying your sin is even bigger than the blessings of Allah. Subhanallah. That is one of the stories that we're going to be able to get some different references from, from that story alone. And then we can say, is that not just a man? The man's name was not mentioned in the Quran. But now we can say, maybe it's just someone who don't have believed much. The relativity of that could go in such a way that we can think that maybe some people who don't have much education maybe yeah they are the kind of people that give up hope you know some people might think that way 
like at least if you are educated you have different certificates you have masters you have phd you know you should be more guaranteed of this you have more faith like you know even though you lost something you can always regain it with your qualifications and all but Allah uses another story of somebody so, so reputable with Allah, somebody so respected in the deen to also show that he, even he himself, requires some verification, you know, he requires some authenticity. At times, you know, you want to do something and you feel like, you know that you don't have the faith that Allah can do it. You have the full faith that, yes, Allah. But at times you have this vibration in your heart, like you started feeling like, will it work? In fact, at times, you can, it's something that can go through our mind. I remember some time ago like that when I love nice things and a man drove a jeep past that day and I was like, oh, how and when will I even buy cars? <laughs> you know, when you, when, when, when you hear the prices of some cars, you just feel like, how will I even have it? How will I gain this? How will I, you know, just like... Some people maybe just got admission into school as well. You just feel like, how will I even graduate? Or despite the whole pandemic, thousands of people losing their jobs, thousands of graduates being pumped into the side, then you, it could set in that, how could I even get a job? Even people who are getting, or who have gotten job before are losing it. What is now the chance I stand? Allah says, don't give up. And another story that we affirm that in our heart is the story that follows. Immediately after that ayat of the Quran where the Prophet Ibrahim والسلام, also said, Oh Allah, my Lord, show me how you give life to the dead. Imagine, he Allah said, do you not believe anymore? He said, no, I believe. But to be stronger in faith, at times that it means that when we are going through some things in life, we want to see glimpses. We want to see glimpses of, oh, I think something good is coming. Maybe you, you're applying for a job as a fresh graduate and for over two years, no one even invited you to an interview. You know, the level of the faith would be weaker than the one who has been invited to a couple of interviews. You know, perhaps you feel like at least I was invited. You know, you'd be expecting perhaps somebody might send a message. But you that you don't even get interviewed or something, you, you feel so much. It's just like a, a young lady looking forward to marry. You know, it's a different situation when you feel like, at least I have more than four brothers asking me house last month. Yes, I think I'm getting there. Perhaps the one that suits my requirements will come soon. Unlike the one who's for the past two years, no brother even says hi. You know, the depression level will be quite different. Though they still both remain unmarried, but the faith will be stronger and the optimism will be stronger in one person than the other. Then, when Ibrahim said that Allah told Ibrahim take four birds different birds you can say you take an Aaron you take a peacock different birds just make sure there are four four different ones then cause them to incline towards then slaughter them cut them into pieces Allah says he should cut those birds into pieces cut them into pieces you know the legs the body the intestine remove everything after cutting them into pieces, now mix them together in a particular container and take a portion of it to a particular mountain, like four different hills or, you know, taller places like that or something like that. And let the head of each one of them remain with you. 
So Abraham is having four heads of the four birds with him. Now the other part of the body has been cut into pieces and mixed together. Then take four different portions and place them in places you can be looking at them, maybe just far away from you or something, or maybe just somewhere a bit tall or stuff like that. Just divide them into four portions and place them there. Then Allah said, after you've placed them, then call each one of them by their name, holding the head. You've placed the four portions in different places in, at a particular distance away from you, but where you can see them. You now pick one head among the four heads that remains with you. Perhaps maybe you say an Aaron is one of them. I say, Aaron, Allah says, and instantly all the parts that are divided in other portions you have placed will come together, assemble, and Allah says, Sahaya. They will come to in haste. Allah is using that word. You see, uh, there's an ikma about that in the sense that, you know, after assembling and the one you called coming towards you, it has already shown to you that, oh, Allah can do all things. But it is to be in another level of faith to see it as healthy as anything. It's just like somebody being told that now it's not okay in the hospital. Now you can allow him to go home. He can go home now. And when he was coming down from the bed, he was walking no sluggishly and you feel like you know even as one of the relatives of the sick person you will want to ask the doctor are you sure he's okay like this but you know it would be another thing entirely when the one that is sick that the doctor said is now okay when it'd be the one to just you know stood up and started saying oh daddy let us go home let's go home or something like you know acting actively like nothing was wrong with him prior you know that will give you more confirmation i know it's not truly okay the doctor says okay now it's not okay allah said Sahya. in haste after the assembling of the body why you can see it yourself it will run to you in haste in order to get its head allahu akbar Kabira. allahu akbar and that ayah of the quran was now completed by saying in allah and azizun akim Allah says, indeed Allah, the Almighty, the whole wise. This story majorly is to inspire faith, hope, optimism, trust, full trust in Allah in the face of what is ravaging the whole world right now. A lot of challenges going around and also to urge people, our fellow Muslims, to be a good brothers to other Muslims. There was a story of the Quran. Maybe, let me just keep there. What, what I'm just trying to bring out is there are deeds. How rewarding it's going to be. Many times used to be dependent of time. Just like when we were in school then, if you see someone that gave you 2,000 naira at that time, maybe as a Nigerian, you feel like, wow. But right now, after you're already in the working environment, working world, if someone gives, not that you not appreciate, but it wouldn't look much more as having your heart like it would be then so the same thing goes there's like in this period of great challenges ravaging the whole world any muslims who can try to give to others even no matter how it might look i believe inshallah can even attract more reward with allah than the one you did when no problem was ravaging the whole world and it's just like one story like that I came across some time 
of a man who has a, a mountain of dates in a building and he put down a written instruction that when he died they should call Rasulullah to help him distribute the dates to everyone. What a generous act, right? And after the man died, buried him there, Rasulullah acted on that prescription or what the deceased has written prior, something we can call like a will or stuff like that. And after distributing everything and all and what some of the people who participated in that came to Rasulullah and said, Oh, Ya Rasulullah, we are done with the whole task. And Rasulullah went in to see, to know, just as a leader to confirm what has been said. And when Rasulullah entered, he realized that everything has, everything has been distributed. But just right on the floor, Rasulullah found one rotten one and he picked it and said, When the Prophet picked it up and he said, You see, had it been the man while he was alive, could be able to donate just this one date in his life, it would have earned him more reward than the one he will earn after his demise, even distributing so much of it. May Allah grant us understanding. So that is the perspective I am planning to come from. May Allah guide us all. Ameen. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ya ustad I want to say big jazakumullahu khairan to you Such a beautiful beautiful lesson And so much to learn from it actually as well The story you know you shared really retreats the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is able to do all things And we should never despair of the mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We really really appreciate your time and effort We pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases you in ilm And bless you fit dunya wal akhirah and that wraps it up on our second episode on our series beautiful stories in the quran we hope you did enjoy it if you did please share with your friends and family also don't forget to follow us on instagram at quran cycle also send us a mail and your comments at quran cycle 3 at gmail.com to all of our listeners we really really do appreciate you may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you abundantly and keep you safe and make it easy for you to implement all that you've been learning on our podcast channel. Jazakumullah khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.